G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the most horrible, grotesque things that I see in this world is when someone lives their life in the straitjacket of the expectation of others. Uh, you might think I'm overstating the case a bit, but I'm not. It's a terrible thing. So can I ask you today, are you wearing that straitjacket? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at your self-image from a different perspective. None of us likes wearing clothes that don't fit particularly well. It's, it's a horrible feeling, isn't it? That shirt that's too tight or that pair of pants or, in the case of women, the skirt that sits awkwardly on you. My personal nemesis has always been the stiff collar with a tie in the middle of summer. I tell you, after 30 years of having to wear a tie and a collar, these days I almost never wear them because I just hate that feeling of being uncomfortable. So what happens with these ill-fitting clothes because you hate wearing them is that you can't wait to get home and rip them off and get into something comfortable. I think we all relate to that, don't we? And yet so many people live their lives in something much worse than ill-fitting clothes. They live their lives in a straitjacket. Why? How? Because they're somehow trying to be someone who they're not. They're trying to do something that they were never made to do. Interesting, to look at the history of the proverbial straitjacket, it actually originated in France back in 1790, invented by an upholsterer named Goulard for a hospital. It was in the time before psychiatric medications were developed and doctors simply didn't know how to treat mental disorders like schizophrenia or depression or anxiety disorders, according to Wikipedia anyway. But by the time of the American Civil War, the mentally ill were often placed into poorhouses, workhouses and prisons and forced to live with criminals. And again, they were being restrained by straitjackets. Now, it's, it's a terrible picture when you think about it. Someone suffering from mental anguish, being restrained in something much, much worse than ill-fitting clothes. And not on a rare exception basis, it was the routine approach for the mentally ill, considered to be more humane than chaining them up. Now, the main point of what we're chatting about today isn't to get a complete history of straitjackets. The reason I'm painting that picture is so that you and I can put ourselves in that picture, moving from the ill-fitting clothes that we've all experienced and the discomfort that that all brings, to the whole idea, that the terrible idea, of living even one day, let alone a whole lifetime, in a straitjacket. It's pretty obvious that we were made, you and I, to be free, to be able to, to move freely and to think freely and to act freely. And yet, let me come back to it. So many people are living their lives under some oppressive straitjacket regime because they're trying to be someone they're not or do something they were never made to do. I spent over 25 years as a consultant in management and IT, and so I've worked in hundreds of organisations around the world. And the number of people I saw in the banks and the insurance companies and the government departments and the oil companies and all sorts of different enterprises who were so depressed, so dissatisfied with work, 
made me realise that this is happening on a mass global scale. People are being squeezed into a mould they were never meant to fit in. Now, I came to know many of these people in these client organisations over the years, and time and time again, what I saw were people who were doing jobs they were never made to do, jobs they just wouldn't ever be suited to do. The Bible has this to say, about who you are and where you fit. I'm reading here from the more obscure J.B. Phillips translation because I love the way in which he renders this verse. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mould, but let God remould your mind from within so that you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good, that it meets all of his demands and moves towards the goal of true maturity. See, I've had so many people try to do that to me, to to squeeze me into another mould. It's like God loves me, but they have a plan for my life. My dad, when I was young, wanted me to be a doctor. I wanted to be a lawyer. (laughs) I'd have been a disaster at both of those, because I hate the sight of blood, and I'm not very good with the masses of detail that are so important in the legal profession. And over the last 20 years or so, as I've preached at churches, several have asked me whether I'd be interested in becoming their pastor, when the truth is, I'm just not pastorally gifted. Do you know why so many people feel as though they're failures? It's because they're trying to be something, and they're trying to do something they were never made to be or to do. I will never be a great cricketer. I don't have the hand-eye-ball coordination. I will never be a great basketballer because I'm just too short. In fact, most professions, the vast majority out there as I look around, I'm just not suited to. So imagine if I chose one of them and slogged away at it for 40 years, what would that do to my self-image? What what would that do to my self-esteem? And this, I can tell you, is happening as a mass global pandemic. I was watching the great singer Billy Joel on TV. By the way, that's another thing I'd love to be able to do, but I really can't. And I remembered back to his great song, The Piano Man, that he wrote when he was a poor musician working in a late night bar somewhere. And you look at a guy like that and you realise, hey, this Billy Joel, there's someone who has discovered their gig in life, the one thing they were made to do. See, God made you to do something, to be someone. It's a different who and a different do to anyone else that you know. You're a unique antique, let me tell you. And and when you discover your shtick, your gig, your one thing in life that God made for you, it'll totally change your self-image. Because all of a sudden, you'll be able to excel at it. Just after that bit on not being squeezed into the world's mould, the Bible goes on to say in Romans chapter 12, verse 6, Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. That's the answer. Be who God made you to be, and for goodness sakes, get out there and do what God made you to do. And when you start to be that and to do that as God had always planned, the straitjacket just comes off. That, that sense of an uncomfortable fit, the burden of being squeezed into something that you're never made for, disappears. Every morning early, it was about 3.30am the other morning that I was up preparing this message, when I sit down at my computer and I open my word processor and I start pecking away at the keys on what starts out to be a blank page, I get this this great sense of anticipation and joy as the thoughts come together and the ideas go up on the screen and the sense of, of loving what I'm doing overwhelms me. 
you'd probably hate what I do. My wife tells me if she had to record this program, you'd have 10 minutes of dead air, nothing. But then I'd probably hate doing what you do because I was never made to do what you do. When you're flowing in those natural gifts and the abilities that God gave you before you were even born, there is something so special, so incredibly satisfying, so liberating, so utterly delightful about that that I simply can't put it into words. If you're being squeezed into a mould that you were never made to fit in, do me a favour, just just stop it, change, find the thing you were made for and go and do that. I don't care how crazy, I don't care how outrageous, I don't care how much faith you think it needs to follow God into that place. Just go and do it. Because when you do, you connect with God, not just in theory, but in life. When you're living out his plan for your life, it all starts to make sense. Who we are, where we fit, what we were made for, all starts to come together. And my friend, that completely changes the way we see ourselves. Because all of a sudden, we can see that we were made in his image, in action, for real makes sense when you think about it like that, doesn't it? Life can be hard work some days, and as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you'd like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my e-book, Power Unlimited. Thousands already have, and the most common response, hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message, and I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.